So this is today. Today is yesterday and tomorrow is also today. You traveled through time to the present. Yes. Yeah, I don't think you get how time travel works. It's like we're stuck. You know, like a like a needle on a scratch record. I wake up every day right here, right in Punxsutawney, and it's always February 2nd. It's one of those infinite time loop situations you might have heard about. It's a thing where the same day keeps happening. Time. in a damn time loop or something well it's groundhog day again and that must mean that i'm robert eg black and this is the groundhog day project minute by minute but this is a bonus episode a quick update i'll try to be brief i don't think i'm gonna get around to editing the episodes that were recorded previously and never got done so sorry to luke He'll understand. <laughs> He's been a co-host with me on a previous show. We've worked together. We're good friends. And the other guest, oh, who was it? Well, Sean, he'll also understand. He was the first one I recorded with for the potential format change, where it was going to be two minutes at a time as we got through the second third of these films. And then it was going to be three minutes at a time as we got at the end. So it sped up as we got farther along. Because the Existential Trilogy was more than I had time for, as it turned out. Mostly because editing takes me too long. So I wanted to reinvent the show for something uh, more like this. There's no preparation for this particular episode update. But generally the episodes are going to be a little simpler preparation. And probably just me. If I have a guest, it'll be a bonus episode that isn't about a particular minute necessarily. But if you've listened to my show, Annihilation Minute, I think I'm going to approach Groundhog Day sort of like that, because I feel like that is what I should be doing, is less about the guests, less about the discussion, and more here is an annotated version of Groundhog Day. Because in addition to all of my blog entries, 400 or so of which, I forget the exact number, were specifically about Groundhog Day, and all the so many of the others referenced Groundhog Day because that was the point but also my master's thesis was about blogging because of Groundhog Day. I've already been on two other podcasts talking about Groundhog Day, plus all the episodes we've had so far in this show. So the other two parts of the Existential Trilogy and the Existential Trilogy feed will be gone. So if you are subscribed to this on the Existential Trilogy feed and you want to keep listening, I'm starting over at minute one on Groundhog Day, and it will be just in the Groundhog Day Project minute-by-minute feed. (sighs) I wish I could continue all three, but life is a lot. The world is a lot. You know, between... You should know by now, if you listen to my shows, that I am... I don't know the best description these days, but a leftist, a liberal, a progressive... uh, I care about people being able to be the people they want to be as long as it doesn't hurt anyone else. And I hate it when people do otherwise, when they pass laws to keep trans people from getting care that they need, when they bomb cities to 
commit genocide and then claim they're defending themselves. And yes, I will talk about politics in the show if it feels appropriate, but I won't force it in because I got other places I could do that. I still have other ideas for other shows. I still have a YouTube thing I'd like to do. I was waiting until we had moved because we were going to move to a new place to live, possibly in a whole different city, maybe even another state. And so I don't know when that's going to happen. So that's been kind of put on hold. But it involved going back to YouTube and doing a different kind of doing a sort of movie review show and maybe a movie quiz show or maybe combining the two. Something that was in the recordings I did with Luke that never got edited so that people could hear them. So maybe I should edit those. But who knows what kind of time I have coming up. I don't know. Um, If you listen to the first syllable, another show of mine, I did an update episode that comes out today. February 2nd, recorded like this one on January 29th, um, because I, I don't think I'm going to, I don't know what my schedule is for the spring. Spring semester starts next week, and I know one of my classes for sure, I know one of my classes probably, and I don't for sure know what else. I'm going to have my, a good number, I'm going to make my money, have my classes, whatever. I just don't know the schedule yet. But I want this show to continue. I want to do... It feels wrong that this wouldn't finish. I feel an attachment to this film now that... I wouldn't even say that Groundhog Day is one of my favorite films, but on my letterbox top four, it is one of them. Because it has to be. If you're going to write something or do something related to Groundhog Day, you can quote me. You can find me and get me to be on your podcast talking about it. Because I will always have something to say. My students did a speech a couple weeks ago, this winter semester, which is part of why I've been busy. (laughs) A whole class in five weeks, four days a week, is a lot. But they did a speech where they had to recount a story that they like. Some of them picked movies, some of them picked video games, some of them picked books, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, one of the students is like, well, can you give us an example? And so I'm like, fine. Here's the plot of Groundhog Day. And I was trying to get it into five minutes. I'm going to watch the timer and see how we're doing here. Right now, I'm at six minutes. This may get edited down. Obviously, I'm going to clean up the audio, but I do not want to do any serious editing because I'm tired of it. We are at six minutes, 35 seconds. Groundhog Day is about a weatherman in Pittsburgh who thinks he's too good for his job. Every year, he has to go to to the town of Punxsutawney for the Groundhog Day Festival, and he thinks it is beneath him. He is an arrogant little ass who is sexist, and demeaning to everyone he meets. But he goes there, with a new producer, with a cameraman, and he hates it. He does his first report, he's a dick, he's sarcastic, he doesn't care. So the next day, he gets up, they're supposed to drive back into town, but no. Turns out, it's still Groundhog Day. The day is repeating. You know this because you've heard of Groundhog Day, even if you haven't seen the movie, and most of my students have not seen the movie. So then he thinks he's going crazy at first, obviously, but then by day three, he's like, wait, I'm starting to get the hang of this. This is real. This is happening. I can do something with this. And so he does what I called Phil Connering in my blog, which is the first instance getting together with Nancy Taylor by making her think that they went to high school together and he like had a crush on her back then and asked her to the prom. She's going to feel bad because she doesn't remember him or she's going to think that she remembers him because who remembers everyone from their high school if they went to a high school of any size? So he's able to manipulate her into a date, and that's how he gets cheap sex. And then we see him on a date with another woman, suggesting that he's done this multiple times. 
So he is immediately going through the adolescent phase of the story where he is using this time loop to get whatever he can out of being in this instance. The problem is this isn't fulfilling for him. This isn't going to make his life better. This is the same life he had before. He was a womanizer in Pittsburgh. He's still a womanizer in Punxsutawney. He's still a dick. He uses this possibilities of a time loop to steal money so he can do whatever he wants. He uses this possibility to go out drinking with the local drunks, you know, Gus and Ralph. He learns, well, in cutscenes, we know he learns how to do, to play pool and to bowl. And he's not making himself a better person. He's not doing something better with the day. There's no explanation in the story, but the implication is some sort of cosmic comeuppance is being put upon him. And it's because he is a bad person. We were shown he is a bad person stuck in this weird instance. And it isn't about the time loop itself. It's not literal. Paul Hannum has this book called The Groundhog Day Effect. Is that the title? The Magic of Groundhog Day. The thing he calls is the, gra- the phenomenon he calls the Groundhog Day Effect. And it's this idea that every day of yours is the same. You go to the same jobs, you talk to the same people, you interact with the same friends, and you don't feel like your life is doing anything interesting. You don't feel like you're going anywhere. And the the thing to fix is not necessarily those things in your life, but your attitude. Because if you change your attitude, then the day-to-day is no longer the same thing every time. And you interact with your different friends in different ways. You make new friends. You find new hobbies, maybe. But you start to appreciate your job, or you decide, no, this job isn't for me, and I really should find something else. So you go find that something else, and you go out there and you get it. And I'm drifting from the plot, because that's the point. The point is that Phil Connors doesn't need to try to make everything he can to exploit the situation. He's trying. He's supposed to exploit the situation to make himself better, not the situation better. And finally, there's this middle section where he gets a crush on his new producer, Rita. And he goes, there's this whole, what I call the date night sequence, where he goes out to meet her at this bar where he knows she's going to be drinking because it's the bar at the hotel where she's staying. He's staying at bed and breakfast because he's an arrogant dick who needed a better place to stay. She's staying at the hotel that he called a flea bag. And he meets her there and he figures out what her favorite drink is and he buys that drink so that they can have something in common. And he quotes something about the, what the, we don't see where this one comes from, but the color of the drink always reminds him of Rome the way the sun hits the buildings in the afternoon. And we know this is from some conversation they had in a previous iteration of the day that we didn't see. And they go to dinner, and he accidentally insults what she majored in in college in the first place because she wanted to study French poetry, and he laughs at that. But then we cut to the next day, and he instead is quoting Belgian song lyrics, but close enough, at least they're in French, and she's impressed. And he gets her back to his room. And he tries to come on a little too strong. He's still Phil Connering. He's still doing the same thing he did to Nancy. He's just taking longer because Nancy is, sorry, Nancy, shallower. This is what she does. She's a girl who was at the Groundhog Day of Festival by herself. And it's been five minutes, but I don't have much left. Well, I actually have all of Act 3. But the whole point is, I'll continue. But five minutes are up. So I would have had to write it better. I would have had to be more efficient. I would have written it down ahead of time and made sure that I knew that it was going to fit into the five-minute time frame. And I think technically they had five to seven, so I still have two. Though I have just wasted another 30 seconds talking about it. He gets Rita to his room. He comes on too strong. She slaps him. She leaves. He tries too hard again. She slaps him. She leaves. She slaps him. She slaps him. She slaps him. Series of eight slaps in a row. It's not going well. He's realizing that all of this is a failure not just to get 
not just to get under her pants, but to do what he wants to do, because he's trying to do the same things he was always doing, just in this weird way. And it's not working. It's not making his life better, and he gets depressed. He gets sad, and he does, he sort of in this delusional phase, he decides that it's the groundhog's fault. He steals the groundhog, drives away in a truck, gets chased by the cops, and eventually drives the truck right off a cliff, because what does it even matter anymore? The problem is, though he dies, he wakes up the next morning and it's Groundhog Day again. So he kills himself again. And again. And we find out later he's died more than the times we see. Until eventually, he just tells Rita what's going on. He's not trying to seduce her anymore, he's just talking to her. She's a person, he's a person. And in what I call the God Day scene, because it's God Day where, well, it starts with him saying he's a god. (laughs) Not the god. He doesn't think. But he proves that he knows stuff about everyone in the diner. And about Rita. And Rita sticks it out with him through the day. And she believes him. And when she ends up in his room that night, he doesn't try to seduce her. He doesn't try to get in her pants. He reads poetry. And they spend some time together talking. She falls asleep in his room. He wakes up. It's Groundhog Day again. But he's starting to get it. The point is not to get everything you can out of each day by being the same dick you always were. The point is you get something great out of each day by being better than you were the day before. And understanding the world in a better way. And trying to make the world a better place. So we cut to what turns out to be the last day of the loop. As he gives an inspirational speech at the Groundhog Day event where other reporters have their mics turned to him. He changes a tire for some old ladies. And he saves lives. He saves a kid from falling out of a tree. He saves Buster from choking on his dinner. In a cutscene, he saves a girl from getting hit by a truck. And he plays the piano at the Groundhog Day uh, banquet that night. And he dances with Rita. And then there's a bachelor auction. And Rita buys him for all the money in her bank account. Because she sees something intriguing in him now. Because he's not the arrogant jerk he was yesterday. He's someone else. He's someone better. He sculpts her in ice. She ends up back at his room. We cut to the next morning. She's in the bed with him. And it is not Groundhog Day anymore. And if you take it as a simple rom-com, he won the heart of the woman he was trying to get together with earlier. That's okay. I reject it, but it's okay. I understand why people see it that way. But that's not the point. The point is not that Rita accepted him. The point is that he was worthy of being accepted. But also, the point is whatever you get as the point. Because Groundhog Day doesn't try to explain it. It doesn't tell you this guy had to be better. It just shows you. (sighs) So, sometime soon, I'll know my schedule. I'll start recording. And I'm going to do episodes sort of like this. They're going to be short. They're going to be simple. I'm not going to edit them very much. I don't want to anymore. I am tired of it. And I'm going to resist every moment where I think I have to be a little more nitpicky about what the audio sounds like. It's okay to hear me breathing. I'll try not to record in the morning so that my breathing is particularly bad. My asthma makes the mornings not that great. I want to keep it simple, but also essentially, you know, as I said, the annotated version of Groundhog Day. Behind the scenes, location details, filming details, script details. I've got five different versions of the script for this film, plus what goes on screen, so comparing those is interesting. 
There's also the musical, now. I still haven't seen it live, but I have watched a video of it, twice. And I'll watch it again, I'm sure. And if it comes back, if it comes to LA, or even comes back to the US, I'm gonna try to see it. If it comes to LA, I'm seeing it. If it comes back to the US at all, I'm gonna try to get to it. It was in New York before and I missed it. Cause I couldn't get there. In the meantime, I don't know. I don't remember how I used to end this show. But I hope that your world is going great. I hope that if it's not, it gets better. And I hope that if you are struggling with whatever you're going through in your life, you are able to see it in a better light tomorrow. Through time. What is wrong in the end which never comes? Or which comes again and again. Lap, lap, lapping. Like waves. Since the Big Bang set everything in motion, everything that happens in this universe has to be the way it is. Man, are you hungry? I haven't eaten since later this afternoon. Particles unfolding the way they're destined to. How do you sleep at night? You've never seen Groundhog Day? Yeah, you know, Groundhog Day is not a documentary.